When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt out here in California. Adam Glenn over there in New York. Hi, buddy. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I had a late night last night. I got Ray Romano last night. Oh, how was that? The nice Ray Romano is one of the coolest, most humble, nicest celebrities in Hollywood. I saw him walking in the West Village. Now, here's the thing. It's, I'm painting a picture for you. It's a West Village, beautiful area. The weather mm-hmm. last night, Memorial Day weekend, beautiful weather. He was walking, and this was probably around like 930 at night. So I put myself in a position where I didn't want to get him on like the main street, but I want to get him like on the side of the main street so it didn't bring in too much attention. So I wound up interviewing right next to like this gelato place. You like gelatos? I, All right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you know I love me some gelatos. Gelatos are good. We started this early. So I interviewed him in front of like this gelato place in the West Village, like a quintessential beautiful shot in New York City in front of a gelato place. The city's alive. And I interviewed him for about like three and a half minutes. And after we're done, we're both like standing there. You know, it's just like, it's not like goodbye. So So I wound up walking with him. Who leaned in for the kiss? I know. Well, (laughs) it seems like that. We wound up walking together for probably about like, I don't know, like 20 minutes. And we went for like a nice walk in the West Village. And then like we stopped in a bar. We didn't have a drink, but we stopped in the bar to watch a little bit of the Miami Heat Celtics game. And then I kept walking with him. I was like, all right, this is getting weird. I feel like I, maybe Ray was like, why does this guy keep following me? But we were, we were having like a nice conversation. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stop here because I don't want to get too creepy and just think I'm going to walk in the door with you. But uh, he had questions about my job. I had questions about his job because he just directed a project. But just such a good guy. The only issue is when you interview guys that are so nice, yeah. you don't know what to really ask them because like they beat you with kindness that you don't want to ask anything messed up. It's it's hard to it's hard <laughs> to interview nice people. When you have dicks, you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna ask you anything I got, like everything I got. But when they're nice funny. people, you're like, I don't want to make you look like an idiot. I want to give you I want to make you look good. And the questions come out terrible. So not my best interview. But it's only because he's the nicest guy. I literally was joking about the kiss, but it really started to sound like a date by the end of it. It could have been. You know, I think he might be thinking about like, <laughs> I wonder if he's having the same conversation the next morning like we are. Like, yeah, I met this paparazzi on the street and he was a really nice guy. Um, so, But, but then he yeah. didn't invite me back to his house. So uh, I don't know where the state <laughs> was going. Yeah, I don't know if we get a second one. So, but uh, no, he was uh, great. So, guys, we are going to do the part two of Ask Us Anything. Nothing's off limits. Uh, We had no idea that this would 
be as exciting as it was. This was probably our most downloaded episode for quite some time. I could not believe the response that I got in my DMs, people being like, God damn it, I didn't get my question answered. Please, will you do a part two? I put so many questions that I, I, we really did this as just like a fun random episode and we did not expect to be doing the part two uh, right now. We thought this would be like, oh, months down the road, we'll do the part two. But because of the constant demands in my DMs, we are going to be doing the part two now um, yeah. and uh, get in a bunch more questions that you guys had asked for. Are, are you calling me right now? What's I was by now? accident. Sorry. Why are you I, calling actually, me? Like you're literally just, talking to me. No, dude. So I just got. I just looked at my phone. I just woke up, and I had a, a, a driver in Miami call me four times at one thirty in the morning. Say, "Hey, I got something for you. I got something for you." So I'm like, just text him. I'm like, "Hey, I'm doing the podcast. Call you shortly." So kind of really, kind of yeah, wild. But you're legit still calling me right now. Am I? No. Yeah. That's. Oh, hang up. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Decline that call. All right. So let me get into. Um, I'm going to read a, a quick review, an iTunes review that someone has left for us before we jump into this podcast. All right. This one comes from Cash1010. Five stars. Love you guys. Love this cast. You make the Hollywood gossip and topics fun. From Michelle in LA. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate you taking your time going over to iTunes and leaving that review. Means the world to us. All right. Should we just jump sure into this? Yes, let's do it. Um, so, Dax, this is our Ask Us Anything episode. Uh, give Part us the first two. question. What do we got? Part um, two. So this one comes from Lindsay Haynes. It says, share anything about Mary-Kate and Ashley sightings in New York City. Oh, I am buckling up because the Olsen twins are probably two of my favorite people in this industry. Adam, please tell me some good stuff about them. No, they are, they're the – they're – they're very, very tiny. No one really works them a lot. Yeah. No, they are. They're like tiny and they're they're not just tiny, like they crunch over. Like their head yeah. is like over their chest. Like the way they walk, they walk kind of like old women. I, you know, I mean, I've said this story before, and if you're a new listener, I mean, you know, everyone knows I, I did almost hook up with Mary Kate Olson. And that was, you know, that was probably the I only thought it was celebrity. Michelle Tanner. Well, that's that was the crazy part. Like I was hooking up with her, and then I realized, like in my head, I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm hooking up with Michelle Tanner." We met this place called Butter, and then we went back to her apartment in the West Village, and here I am hooking up with Mary Kate Olsen, Michelle Tanner, and then we got to that point, like I asked her if I should get a condom, and she was like, "You got it, dude." And then I um, and then I put my pinky in her butt, and she was like, "How rude!" And uh, no, that's my, that's my Stop stupid house joke. Always no, I've met them, I've seen them around. I've never really – I did actually conversate with them once probably about 13 years ago. Actually, Mary-Kate Olsen at a bar, um, and she was cool. When you see them in the city, they usually go – like they have a security person that travels with them. Their driver is their security person as well. Um, they don't drive like in a cra- – crate. I think they drive around like a Range Rover, a Land Cruiser, nothing like – nothing that stands out too much. They go to like nice places, nice restaurants like a St. Ambrose type style in Soho they're they're just like no one really works them a lot because it's always quick they don't walk around a lot because they have a driver so they just go from like door to door um one time last summer i did see them see eating outside saint ambrose so the paparazzi start to realize oh there's the one of the olsen twins i think it was ashley and the you know the security guard wasn't trying to draw attention but then after Everyone started to recognize them as far as like paparazzi. 
they, they weren't trying to, he wasn't trying to draw a crowd, but then he kind of stood in front of the table and tried to seem very like, mm-hmm. I'm just a regular person, but just trying to make sure they weren't photographed. And then we all kind of gave him space and then we kind of did give him space, but kind of came up once they were done with lunch, just to get the shots, the close-up shots. They'll never talk to me, but they're, no one really sees them a lot. I've seen them a few times at random restaurants. And that's about it. No one really goes crazy for them. I don't think they're good to fans necessarily. And I don't know that for sure, but you don't see a lot of fan photos with them. And I don't know if that's just something they don't entertain. Yeah, it's interesting. They're just so reclusive. I think that's why I like them so much because they're yeah. like a mystery. They're just a walking mystery all the time. You never see them out. They don't talk. They don't do real interviews. It's so weird to get anything out of them. I only, I've seen them once in my life and that was at chateau marmont i saw him once there yeah and there's literally there was nothing exciting it was them like sitting out on the patio but that's it (laughs) yeah no it's it's they're they're actually very hard in some ways to um spot because Mm -hmm. they're small and they always wear like a lot of fabric or layers and the sunglasses are usually on that they're they're not the most easiest people to spot so they are around but i feel like they kind of get away with not being recognized a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just tiny, like you said, sunglasses. If you see what looks like a little kid smoking a cigarette, you you know that's an old situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's that little kid smoking a cigarette? Oh, it's Ashley Olsen. That's great. That's great. Um, oh. All right. What's next, Dax? All right. This one comes from uh, Shelly Butterham. Did uh, Chris or does Chris Jenner really pay off all these so-called boyfriends for her daughters? Also, uh, let's start with that question. Then I'll get into the second part of her stuff. I, d- I don't think they pay them off. No, I, I, I don't, don't think there's paying off. I think that this is a great PR move for anyone who wants to date a Kardashian Jenner family member because Instantly, your names are in the headlines. Everyone's talking about you. You become involved in the Kardashian PR cycle. So, no, I don't think they have to pay anyone to date their daughters. I think that it comes with the territory of being super famous. And I think that these, I think like Kendall and Kylie, I think that they also, and Chloe, even use it to their advantage of like, who can I date that's going to bring in more PR? I think if anything, they're probably like coming home and like, hey, mom, so I met Tyga today. Do you think that's a good relationship I should start entertaining? And I, I think there's probably discussions about who they date, but I don't think they're paying off people to date them. So let me ask you this. When it comes to, for example, Tyga, obviously business-wise, it's a good for that time. It was a good business move. Do you think there's actually attraction or no? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's traction. Okay. Yeah, for I sure. did hear that one of the Kardashians' boyfriends going mm-hmm. to be hired, well, was going to hire Chris Jenner as his, as his representation because he had insane, incredible representation. He fired them, and there was talks of him hiring Chris to represent him. However, when the media got wind of this possible representation, it kind of folded. Um, but that person is no longer with the Kardashian. I know who it is. You know who it is. And if you Google, you'll know who it is too. (laughs) I mean, we did the story. Um, Yeah. So. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, there's a second part of this question. Also, have you heard Taylor Swift is a mean girl? I heard she's awful. Also, all right, let's start with there. Uh, is Taylor Swift a mean girl? She does not. It's what it depends what you. I don't think she's a nice girl. girl. How about that? I would say that. I would say she. I wouldn't say it's hard to define. What do you mean, mean girl? With with this part, here's my Taylor side. She is difficult. Like when she comes out of her apartment, there's fans, there's paparazzi outside her apartment. There's a TikTok video that came on my uh, my algorithm this past week where it shows like. The security waits outside of the door. There's hundreds, thousands, maybe of fans waiting for her to come out her front door. And she gets in the car and she goes, well, that's my front yard. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. With that said, she's not going to stop and take photos with fans on the street, which again, I don't judge her for that. Mm-hmm. But the way that she's kind of used the media to her advantage to kind of make narratives and some of those narratives weren't great for other people, that to me is part of the not great spirit person. Yeah. And I would say also, like, she's got the money that that doesn't need to be her front yard. She likes that sure. building. She could she could easily afford uh, another building in New York that has underground parking or its own gate. Like Madonna has her own gate. She has York. her own wall. She actually lives. Around, yeah. She lives around the corner from me. She has like a. I mean, I don't want to tell the exact address, but like it's it's like a compound. I've ne- It's the only property I've ever seen like that. And I actually, if I live, it's hard to say you even want that, but she loves her place. And when she built like a compound in her New York City apartment, which I'm surprised the city allowed her to even do it, it's insane. There's also buildings in New York City that have like these paparazzi tunnels, they call them, but it's not really meant for paparazzi, but they're so private, they could go in and out and not be bothered. But Everything, yeah, listen. she's choosing, she's choosing to live there and choosing to do these exits in front of a lot of people. So like, I, I can't necessarily feel bad for her, you know, and say, Oh, this is my front yard. It's so awful when, yeah, but that's, that's what you've chosen to do in New York. You have more money than anyone. You could easily choose a different building that doesn't have that yeah. same, uh, you know, extravagant walk. Yeah, for anyway. sure. It's uh no. And then the second part of this question, uh, are all these girlfriends of Harry Styles not really girlfriends, or is it all publicity? I mean, no, I think I Olivia think Wilde him and Olivia. Yeah, I think it was full girlfriend. I think that they truly were enjoying each other's company. I I think that all the extra press that she was getting or they were getting together, what was what really kind of killed that relationship. And it's really funny. That was the top story for a long time. The second they broke up, it all just like went away. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, it's the part of Harry Styles. We didn't really, it was, it was crazy for a weekend. And then for some reason we just stopped hearing about it was the Emily Ratkowski and Harry Styles hookup. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't blame him for hooking up with her. Of course, she's one of the hottest girls, but when the photo comes out and everything, I mean, Emily knew what she was doing. I, I, and again, I can't confirm that, but I, I gotta imagine she knows what she she knows she she knew. But don't you think that was a bad move? Like if she leaked that out, boom, they're no longer going to be seen together at all. 
and they're not or they're maybe no she knew that they weren't going to be seen together anyway and she's like might as well get my photo taken now yeah listen i get it but you know props to her for playing the game and and harry was just a pawn i don't think harry was trying to get that out and She's one of the hottest girls. I can't blame him, and I can't blame her either. It was a good business move, and also good on each of their resumes. So, I can't, I can't be mad. Let's move on because I we always this one. I got to be out, dude. I got to work, buddy. I got to make money. I don't make money on this podcast, so I got to make money somewhere. <laughs> uh, this question comes from Mariana Morales. Mariana Morales, shout out to you for taking the time. It says Adam, um, what color are your nipples? What? Who says that? <laughs> no. Um, Mariana Morales says, has any celebrity contact you to set up paparazzi shots? If so, who and did you do it? Yes, pop celebrities have hit me up for setup shots. I'd have to think because honestly, there's so many. And obviously, you're like, you can't even think like it happens to me all the time from um man, I could go through my phone. It happens to me all the time. I I it's this is such I should have probably prepared for this answer because this is the first time I saw this question, but it happens to me all the time. The biggest celebrity that has done it. Oh man. I mean, I, here's a fer- perfect, this one that comes to mind all the time. Cause this one really pissed me off was rapper future future. His team hits us up and say, Hey, listen, he's going to give you this interview. He comes out. He's coming out at nine 30 outside the London hotel. I got there nine 30. Of course he doesn't come out at nine 30. He's going to give you this interview. What does he do? He just kind of runs out. I'm like, you called me to shoot you, you know, like your team. And I'm going to say him personally, but he was involved in it. Your team called to shoot you. And then you just ran out and didn't get a conversation. I remember it was like a Friday night. I was so pissed. A lot of the housewives have done it. Um, I'm trying to think celebrity, celebrity. Man, I mean, so honestly. I'd also say like it, it's that so also normal. Down. I don't even think about it. Like, you know, yes. like it's so – I also know the amount of people that have hit you up because they just they either need to get a response out there or they need to get their opinion put into whatever the conversation is about. So I know that it sounds funny because the whole like setup paparazzi thing, it always has like a negative connotation. But sometimes people are like, hey, there's a big news story going on. I need to get my side out into the world. So, Adam, can I meet you outside the London? Let's talk for a minute. That way my side is being represented. It's not that weird. Yeah, I, honestly, like this question, it happens so often that I can't even think about it because it's just like the normal. Like, I, it, it just, it's what it is. Like, I, I, last night I ran to Ray Romano. That was not planned. I just kind of, you know, but a lot of, it's, it's so common. It's like, yeah, that's just what I do. They hit you up. I mean, it's part of the game. And I mean, one of the names that it didn't hit me up, but one of the names where he mentioned this podcast, I don't want to say the name. That person's been talking to the media. This um, there's a person we already mentioned on this podcast is hitting mm-hmm. the paparazzi up all the time. It didn't hit me up specifically, but I just I know because talk to my friend. I remember one time I asked if this person was uh, would hey I I said to my friend who talks to this person I said hey this person's at the Knicks game. And they wrote back to me, no, they're not. I just talked to them. They said they're not going to the game. I was like, oh, crazy. So it's just it's just so common that it's hard to really answer. Does that make sense? Gotcha. All, All right, right. Next question. Melanie McQueen says, who is the celebrity you just dread and despise running into because you know they're going to be rude and act like a jerk? It's some way, like I was saying before about Ray Romano, sometimes you despise running into good people because they're so nice you have nothing to say. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Do you understand mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Um, as far as someone who's a jerk, I mean, this is people always ask, like, who's the biggest assholes? Here's what I could say for you guys. And I think this goes for anyone. And I think, Dax, maybe you might agree with them. If you think that person's a dick, they probably are a dick. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. Al Baldwin, you think do you think he's an asshole? Yeah, he's an asshole. Uh, Tommy Lee uh, Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. If you think he's an asshole, he's an asshole. But then there's other people. Woody like, Harrelson. You know what? I'll even throw this name in the mix. I wouldn't say I despise running into him, but he's not a nice guy. It's like, and it sucks because I would love. It's like I would love to work with this one guy. It's like Owen Wilson. Not a not not amazing. No, not cool. Not cool. Um, I'm trying to think of like New York celebrities who I see. I'm like, oh shit. You know who like, I, I used try to, to walk the other way. I I used to walk the other way with John Lovett. Oh, he. I, see, we have mutual friends, but I heard he's he, I heard he's really he, rough. He can be he can be a dick, and he hated TMZ so much that like it was to the point where like he he didn't have to know me and he, like he just knew I worked on TMZ and was just an asshole. So he was definitely someone I ran into a couple times and I would like turn around and walk the other way. Like I I don't want to have this conversation. I I don't want to I don't want to chat with you. So actually, I mean this I don't know if this is our audience, but I mean some people know who he is is the rapper Meek Mill. I used to hate running into this guy. Hate him. His friend, it was just such an ordeal. He was such an asshole. But then all of a sudden, like, we just kept running into each other where eventually, like, we became cool. And then we eventually ran into each other, like, it, like we became friends. Like, I was at a party during Christmas time and I ran into him and he came up to me. He's like, What's up, my guy? I was like, What up, Meek? And it was like nice because I feel like we hmm. kind of went through it together in a way. Like, we went into battle. Like, even his stardom, like, I was around during it. Like we kind of came up together. I'm not saying he made a lot more money than I did, but it's just I was part of his Hollywood celebrity journey. So mm. even though he was not the friendliest at first, eventually we became like really cool. And like I actually like seeing him. Like it's like nice to kind of like catch up in a way. Um, a lot of time, honestly, it, it goes into uh, the new rappers I despise working with or using because. They're always not nice. They're rude. They're assholes. And then eventually they get older and become really nice. They 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 just kind of um, – they become cool. Like they just – I think they get more – they have a better perspective of the Hollywood game. They realize like why am I bringing out all my friends with me? It's just costing me more money. So they just – they start to mature. Yep. Gotcha on that one. Okay. Carla Martin says, Max Hodges – why did he really t- leave TMZ? Do you know what he's doing now? So Max Hodges, for people that don't recognize the name right off the bat, uh, long blonde surfer, long blonde hair surfer dude from TMZ from back in the day. Um, he left. I, so what I can say about Max was he was not someone that wanted a desk job. He was not, that was not his goal in life. He was like, I want to be out surfing just living my life on a daily basis from here to there. Like, so he genuinely left just to go have fun in the world. <laughs> so what I can like, I, there was no reason like he, he didn't have any big fallouts and I know he still got a good relationship with everyone there. Um, we'll every once in a while hit up uh, each other on DMS, that kind of stuff. But no, I think he's, he's living on a boat and in like Marina del Rey or something. And I know he does bartending and he just chills. That's all I can say about Max is he just 
chills. He's got a nice life, time. man. He's a he. He's down. I went to go see him. Like fun guy, great guy. He hit me up, and uh, I was in L.A. and didn't. It was like. I didn't know so many people at the time and I hit him up. I was like Halloween weekend and I was out there and I was like, Hey man, like I'm out in LA and he invited me out to his place. And he's like the mayor. He lives right on the beach, like a great neighborhood. Everyone knows him. It's just, he's, he's got a really nice setup and I got, do you, mind if, a lot of do you mind if I do my son's hair as we do the podcast? Cause yeah, um, no worries. He's getting ready to go to school and I'm trying to multitask here, but only if you give him like a fun hairstyle. <laughs> oh, he's got a cool hairstyle. But we're going to multitask. Keep going. Next yeah, yeah. question. Um, no, but he's got like a great lifestyle. He's right on the beach. Everyone like his area is such a community, and he's like the staple of his community. Like he's funny. Drives the coolest car. Like he the car he has. I'm so jealous of. Uh, it's like an old brown. I, I, I'm screwing up the name. And I, I don't know, know if it. he still drives that one though. Oh, how cool is that car though? It was like um, what was that thing? Uh. Chevy, no, not Chevy. I don't even remember. But it was a cool car. It was. It was. It was such a cool car. The thing thing that was cool about well kept. It was just a Cal. It was like when you think California, that's what you want. One hundred percent. And I think what was great about Max is he just didn't care. Like he just wanted to have fun. Nico, bring me a towel so I can wipe my hands off. Um, he just wanted to have fun and it, like didn't matter what car he was driving. In the height of like the TMZ, everyone knew us everywhere we went. He was just driving this old like beat up car because he thought it was cool. This next question is sort of funny. Um, it comes from Megan Nicole. Uh, how about the opposite of most? <laughs> how about the opposite of most attractive celebrity? Who have you met in person and thought to yourself, hmm, not what I expected, whether that's the height wise or maybe just not as striking as they've been made out to be. By the way, Adam, um, do we do we like his hair? Do you approve? Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I think, honestly, Dex, I didn't know. Right. Actually, he does have great hair. I'm like, He's got cool little hair. cut sides. You'd have to yeah. see his hair on the YouTube page, but his hair is pretty dope. He's got All pretty right. cool hair. I like have it. Might have to do my hair, Dex. Um, <laughs> so basically, Megan's asking it. Who have you met that's ugly in Hollywood? Which, you know, <laughs> I don't want to get... Piss, I don't want to piss. This is how people come after you. People I've met in person. Hmm. I'm really trying to think about it. I'm actually even go to a website right now and see someone strikes a chord. It's easier to me see people who are really pretty. Like, and again, these are people that are no brainers. Like, you know, um, like obviously, uh, like Miranda Kerr, I always say. Yeah. No, but they don't want to know pretty. They want to know who's the ugliest. Who's the ugliest. I so, say this. Uh, can I say I mean, this? How do, I, and, and how do I say this without disrespecting people and not coming off too much of an asshole? Okay, how like, I don't know I how this? to answer this. I want to say someone that's a good I was, question, though. But I was more surprised. Okay, this is more. God, I hate being a dick. Yeah, I would say that I was not. <sighs> Fuck. I... How do you say this without I'm being a dick? Really I'm thinking not... how to say this because I don't want to come off as an asshole. Really, really bad. I would say, though, that the time that I saw Pam Anderson up close, it looked like she had a lot of skin damage from all the makeup she wore over the years. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, interesting. Where she's not ugly by any means. I'm not saying Pam Anderson is ugly. I'm saying that up close in person, I was having a hard time focusing because her skin looked like it was had a lot of makeup and like damage from the makeup. Um, I had seen her since then and it wasn't so bad. So maybe I just caught her on a really bad moment, 
but I, I love Pam. She really, she's beautiful. I just think that I was like, oh, stop wearing so much makeup. And when I saw her on her documentary and she had got rid of the makeup, I was like, okay, I like this. I like Pam not caked in, in foundation. Dax, you're a dick. Okay. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I'm trying to get out of this question so I can keep moving on. Uh, cause I don't want to be the asshole. I mean, I've seen celebrities without their makeup on. I've seen a lot of them with their stuff on. Um, man, I, yeah, man. Uh, I would say the way I'm going to phrase this question, it's the person when I met him in person, looking at them, they were not what I expected, mm-hmm. and it was Madonna. Okay. And not thing I was thought was me blown away. I was just like, oh, okay, this, you know, like I was just kind of like, oh, okay, it's interesting to see you in person. But there's a lot of these stars like you see them with so much makeup on that it's man, it's good. It's a great question. I just I'm trying to figure out how to Hard answer, to answer it without. Right? If we had Megan Nicole, if we had a conversation like just me and you, I would mm. tell you like what my thoughts. Right now, we would get. We've you know what I've realized, though? Yeah. What I've realized is, like, we have these moments where I'll say something like this on the podcast, and then in two months from now, Pam Anderson's people are, are like, oh, hey, Pam can come on the podcast. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, please don't go back to saying <laughs> that or she had bad skin. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, let's move on. Yeah, okay, let's move on. Uh, what's next? This next question Katie comes from... Burnett. Katie Burnett, do paparazzi photos mainly set up, get touched up? I feel like Kardashians would do that. Answer, absolutely. Um, happens all the time. I mean, that's part of the deal when they're set up. You know, they want to see the photos. They want the best photos there. They'll say, fix me up there, clean me up there. And sometimes the guys don't do – who fix up the photos, the photographers, sometimes they don't do a great job. And it becomes a bigger mess. So, yes, it happens a lot of times. Um, a lot of times, I actually, in photos, I had a buddy of mine <laughs> – sound fucked up. My buddy of mine waited for a long time on this big celebrity. Mm-hmm. Finally gets a celebrity, but there is a little person in the background. Okay. You can't sell like it, you, like that photo would not do well, Why? unfortunately, because there's a little person in the background. That little person would draw more attention than the celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> like if you saw a photo, are you trying to say they photoshopped a little person out of it? So what they did, he had a, he photoshopped the little person out of the photo to <laughs> sell the photo of the celebrity. Oh my God. Can you imagine, Dax, if you saw on People Magazine a photo of a beautiful photo of Selena Gomez and you saw a little person in the background? And I'm not making fun of little people, but it's just funny. You your eyes would go towards a little person. So I mean, that's what they true. had to do is they had to photoshop the little person out of the shot. Oh my God. <laughs> but it was so funny because I remember my buddy was like, dude, I waited hours for this person and finally I get him. And of course, there was a little person in the background. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's the weirdest of things. Like, it's like, of course, that's just. That's so, I, yes. I wouldn't think distracting, but I, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Maria Louise says, what advice would you give someone trying to become an entertainment journalist um, for how to get started? Hmm. What's your question? I don't know. I feel like it's changed so much over the years. Um, It has changed. I would say it's content, content, content. And I would also say you have to figure out a way to get value and give value. And mm -hmm. it can either came from the content, from the speed to the production of the content to 
actually figuring out how to break stories. And I mean, my value comes from A, from access, from making sure I kind of put myself in the right position, B, relationships, and C, uh, breaking stories. So I have the value. And once I start to get so much value, then I, it took me years, but then I started to get credibility. And that's when everything started to change where, you know, I started to break a lot of stories and then I became a credible source. And so is how to get started. I would say you don't, you could do it from home. I mean, it's nowadays I would, if you're just starting different, like anyone, I feel like could be an entertainment reporter at this point, like with a TikTok page and reporting on different shows. But I, I think that what you said is giving value to people, whether it's saving them time, whether it's saving, you know, breaking news, breaking news is hard in this entertainment industry. Uh, but shoot, man. Um, and then the other thing is just getting your foot in the door. Listen, TMZ is always hiring. Oh, shit. Sorry, just knocked the microphone. TMZ uh, is always hiring, and these other places are looking for people out there, but you just got to be hungry and you got to be willing to work. You got to be willing to work. You got to be hungry, and you have to actually be able to. Uh, my whole thing is be, like you said, you, uh, Maria Louise, you worded it perfectly. The, there's a difference between journalist and reporter. Reporters say, what happened? I'm reporting to you what happened. Journalists find out the story and then question the story and find out different storylines within the story. And that is what I think makes a good journalist. Dax and I, you know, I think me and him are like eye to eye after a podcast. If we have a good guest, we're like, okay, that's the headline. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a story. That's a news story. We start to get that beat and we know what makes a good news story. Would you say that? Yeah, 100%. Where it's easy. No, yeah. Yeah, I got one last question to me because I got to make some money. Um, I got to work. Dax, what's the last question? And we actually, uh, there's so many good questions. We're actually going to so do a part three. So we're going to have to do another one. But what's the next question? Well, Renee Winner says, is there any plans to tour with the podcast? That's a my, You know what my fear is, Adam? My fear is that we announce a tour and no one buys tickets. <laughs> That yeah, would be yeah. my biggest fear is that like, we're like, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's get a couple places, a couple locations. And then we show up and there's like literally three people sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, we just busted all this money and time and effort. And then three people showed up. Yeah. I would, that fear is what keeps me from doing a tour. It's hard because tour is like, we have a very, very awesome fan base and, and I thank you guys for listening to it, but everybody's so spread out. So in order for a tour to work out, we need all our fans to kind of in one city to go to that one place. And I think that's definitely on the goal. Um, but the immediate goal is to uh, just keep building the audience and just keep putting out the best content we can possible. And, you know, we really try to make the best product possible with because uh, it's, it's just what we do. There's sometimes we record an episode and we don't really we're not pleased with it and we have to mm-hmm. do another one. So. We're just trying to create the biggest product and then after that, create a bigger audience. So then it makes it more easier and possible to tour. Can I ask one last question? There's one more good one in here that I really want to Oh, God. Fine. Seven inches. What? (laughs) (laughs) What's the question? Uh, NFs. You might have addressed this already, but what was it like working at or for TMZ? How has it hurt or helped your career? Dax, I'll you start with that. So... I would say working for TMZ has done both. It has helped and hurt my career in both because I think um, a lot of doors did open uh, post TMZ. Um, I had people that were like interested and like, oh, yeah, you know how to break news. Please come, uh, you know, and 
be a correspondent or whatever. And then there's the other side of it that people don't give TMZ the credibility for all the news stories they break and just kind of look at it. They look down on it, even though every show that I went to go work on afterwards, like they were being crushed by TMZ and all the news stories. Um, so I, I felt like there was this both sides of it. It helped in some situations, hurt in other situations. I did think that I would probably land a bigger spot after leaving TMZ in all honesty. Um, and it just never really happened um, in the capacity that I wanted it to. Um, but I do feel like the positive side, I really learned to fucking hustle at TMZ. I learned to work my ass off. Um, and I don't think I've ever lost that work ethic to this day because Harvey teaches you how to work and to break stories and not to give up. And I would say that I walked away with my work ethic being uh, really, really good. What about you? I would say I would ditto and repeat everything you just said. It was, um, you know, I learned work ethic, but I already had a good work ethic before. And I'm not saying that as a douche, I'm just saying just before I got TMZ, I worked my ass off to, to just try to make money. And I just, I struggled to have an income. I didn't get a real job. TMZ was my first job years after I graduated college. I, you know, and I was working hard to pay my bills. I, it's tough. I mean, but that's almost in any industry. It's tough. It's just the, um, people sometimes shut the doors on me and kind of had a, they looked down at TMZ. Mm -hmm. Then some people wanted to talk to me because they were curious about TMZ. So, it's weird right like it's, it's weird, weird the I'm people fortunate. who respect it and the people that understand the the drive that you have after there and yeah. how you will work harder than anyone else in any newsroom ever i got more respect years after tmz because once i started to do stuff on my own then outlets were like who is this guy you know mm -hmm. like i never gave up and I did things on my own dime. And I think people respected that I kind of did it on my own. Like I, I'm my own outlet. I don't, you know, Hollywood Raw is our outlet that me and Dax built up. So I think people started to respect that we kind of did it on our own and we never gave up because it's a lot of people that, you know, we worked with don't even work in the business anymore because mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult. And uh, we just kind of never gave up and we just kind of, you know, I always relate it to like horses, like horse racing. They have their stuff on their eyes where they only look forward. Blinders. And we always like, yeah, blinders. We have like tunnel vision. And uh, me and Dax fortunately partnered up and kind of came forward and became our own outlet. And um, so, but it, it was, I, there was also some, I had a lot of difficult times at TMZ as well. Um, so it was tough in that. And still, those, those tough times I still have. Um, like I still carry with me mm -hmm. in a way, you know, like it's, it's there's pain, you know, and I, I say that without getting into too much. There's definitely pain with that said, with that pain, it wouldn't make me the person I am today. And that person is a, someone who's working hard, determined, having fun and, uh, and doing his thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate I'm, I'm still having fun. I still enjoy what I do. So, but that is a part two of our ask us anything um, we still have so many more questions. It's just you guys wrote some really good questions, and it's fun. Um, I thank you guys for listening. I thank you guys for being uh, watching us on YouTube, subscribing to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook group. We have a private Facebook group called Off the Record. It's a really cool Which community. Which is where we where... got all these questions from, yes. by the way. Yes. Yeah, so join that. 
follow me at Adam Glenn, G-L-Y-N. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. A Huda Media Production.